Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Oh. Well, <laughs> well, which one's my water? What's the opposite? Of Is this your water? No, that's yours. That's my water over here. I got, I all right. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Losers Lounge. Uh, uh, this is my water, bro. I think it's my water. Um, guys, the Nuggets keep embarrassing themselves, and more importantly, <laughs> embarrassing us. You know what? Embarrassing us. That's it's the almost, part we care about. It's almost like they don't even care about us. It's almost like they don't even care. (laughs) Man, there's a lot to get to, man. Like, Nuggets, I mean, get dragged tonight, 126-108. It is their 11th loss of the season. And listen to this, guys. Their sixth loss by 15 or more. Mm. They don't always lose. But more than half the time when they lose, it is in blowout fashion. Complete blowout fashion. Uh, And the wheels just came off. This was one of those games where it was like, Nuggets looked like they were going to win. Wheels came off. And then it just completely skidded out of control. We're going to break down all of it because there's a lot of things that happen. But honestly, I mean, we're deep enough into the season to just kind of ask, what's what's up? <laughs> what's going on? To help me do all that, first of all, we're presented as always by DraftKings Sportsbook. How did we do, Dev? Uh, not good. <laughs> you hit two out of the three on the watch long. I, mean, I hit some of those in the game. Anthony Davis was like the one that threw everything off. Yeah, yeah. For the game. <laughs> he kind of threw everything off for Denver, man. Nobody... Takes their foot off the gas pedal when the game gets easier. I'm putting easier in air quotes yeah. here than the Nuggets. But Anthony Davis goes down like, ah, this will be easy. Yeah. It's a complete ass whooping by Thomas Bryant. Uh, I got Brennan Vote here, and he's sad. He's big sad. Man, I came in here. I brought vibes with me. I was trying. You did, actually. You really did. And you know what? The Nuggets sapped my vibes for me. And that's that's just... <sighs> No one's feeling it tonight. No one wants to do the <laughs> Honestly, I do. Like, you guys do the live show, so you guys are all, like, yeah. uh, you know, talked out. I, I want to talk. I got a lot of stuff to say. Uh, sadly. Yeah. Over here, I got Harrison Wind. I got a lot of stuff to say, too. Hopefully, my voice makes it through this show. <laughs> That's all I'll say, though. Over here, I got Superstar Dev. What a bummer. It, it already blows being in the Losers Lounge, but when you're in the Losers Lounge because of the Lakers... It, yeah, it hurts. It, it really feels hurts. Personal. Lakers losers lounges are—they just hit different. At least twice as worse than a regular losers lounge. <laughs> you know what's funny though, man? Is like this wasn't even the Lakers. Yeah, it was like Max Christie the and Nuggets Thomas Bryant just game themselves. Just, no, but I'm just saying, it's like 
you know, Anthony Davis dunking on Jokic and screaming and flexing. It wasn't even no, that. Welcome to the Thomas Bryant show. Thomas Bryant and Max Christie. Enjoy your Friday night. Freaking, like, come on, man. But I think you're right. When this was a total Nuggets game. Um, I got to get into the breakdown. I got to go through the notes here because we got to remember the things that happened. Um, we're going to start. Jokic hit a three to start the game, fellas. Hey. Hey. Burp, 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 burp. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, Christian Brown is the first sub into the game tonight, which is Love it. noteworthy. I don't. I don't okay. like when Denver goes to a no point guard lineup. I just don't. I don't like when he's in for Murray. I like when he comes in early, but they go to no. But you know what? It didn't matter. They were still scoring, and they went to a zone defense early on. In fact, zone was a big part of that first half, really a lot of the game. Seven turnovers for the Nuggets. Oh, God. That magic word again. Seven turnovers in the first quarter. Murray looks sad again. Murray's energy tonight, like he picked it up when it was too late, like when everybody else went down, but his energy was so weird again to the second game in a row. Uh, Bones Highland, who had a really rough night, got a tech in the first quarter of the game out of frustration. He got a Jokic tech where he just went and yelled at the ref. They give him a tech. And guess what? That was the difference in the first quarter, 33-32 Lakers. Second quarter, Christian Brown, you're out of here. Get out of here. You're ruining it, Christian Brown. It was fun while You're blowing him. the game, Christian Brown. Get out of here. That's who, that's All who of lost our defense from. is going to be fit. Get out of here, you bum. Quit screwing it up. I don't know why he gets benched. I actually don't know. I mean, nobody played defense tonight in this game. So, like, I don't know why he was the one that was, hey, he was a plus two in his, like, four minutes. Um, Bones Highland, really, really rough night. When his offense Oof. is not going I mean, Zach Lowe, we talked about on the pregame, highlighted. He really called him out, Zach Lowe. Uh, and, and, and with tape and everything and with stats saying, hey, is he the worst defender in the NBA? Tonight he looked a little bit like that and didn't have the offense to sort of balance that out. Right. So a very rough game for him. And then the Lakers make a run. So what happens? Timeout Nuggets. Then a Nuggets run with the same bench unit. So the Nuggets kind of straightened out after that. Mm-hmm. Davon with the starters made a nice run. So then you take the, the bench out. You put the starters in, but you leave Davon. He actually had some good minutes. I was impressed with him. Uh, or actually, I should say, the Nuggets had good minutes with him on the court. That's actually how I should say Jokic it. Jokic came back in. The Jokic game. came back in. But I'm just saying, yeah, I get it. I get Davon it. is at least a long body, so I'm not going to complain about it. He was a plus 10 in the first half. Biggest yeah. plus minus by far. The Nuggets, Jokic went on a big run, and then a weird thing happened at the end of the second quarter. The Nuggets didn't go to Jokic for like four or five straight possessions. It was so bizarre. Eric's and got treats. You got treats for us? More are those treats? the pastries? What a treat. What are these? Wait, hold it. Uh, can you hold it for a second? Oh, well, we can get segment two. So we can get a shout out to my Hold boy. them for approximately 20 more minutes. Yeah, 20 <laughs> more minutes, and then we'll get to you, Eric, uh, with your bakery, uh, baked goods. Jokic, out of a timeout, so they don't go to Jokic for like four or five possessions in a row. Lakers come all the way back in the second quarter. Timeout. Out of the timeout, Jokic shoots a turnaround jumper from the baseline air ball. This game had so many weird things. This game, the Nuggets are weird, man. The Nuggets are weird. There's weird energy. AG did hit a three, though, to end the half. And guess what? The Nuggets are up 65 to 64. Third quarter. Anthony Davis does not return from the locker room. Oh, that's game, right? That's game. Why? He's he's out. And then the Nuggets immediately go on a 9-2 run. It feels like, oh, my God, it's over. Nuggets up 10 points. Early third. LeBron looks like he doesn't want to be there. AD's not there. The game's over. Jokic then gets, we get a, a graphic. Maybe it's the curse of the ABA, you guys. Because the Nuggets made a graphic that said Jokic is now the franchise leader in rebounds. Not true. Not true. He is the NBA leader in rebounds. Dan Issel is the franchise combining his ABA. And I make that point because we're going to talk about it later. It annoys me when the Nuggets do this. 
I hate that they don't embrace their heritage, and their heritage is an a they are a quintessential ABA team. Um, <laughs> Jokic picks up two fouls on Thomas Bryant for no reason. Sick. Three overall. The energy man, it flipped. Thomas Bryant started killing Jokic. Flagrant one on Davon Reed for a bullshit, I thought, a BS. Like, he contested a shot. They called a flagrant one. That was a huge momentum shift yep. as well. Lakers then went small with LeBron at five. Nuggets, Jokic could not score for some reason. Usually he punishes those lineups. Nuggets could not score, and they sure as hell could not get a stop. 93-88 Lakers. Jeff Green missed two layups in a row to start the fourth quarter. You guys remember this? Right at the rim, missed two them. Two tippins, yeah. Murray started to get a little bit of rhythm going. Then Max Christie hit back-to-back -back threes, and then Lakers broke open the floodgates. After that, it snowballed, and it was a humiliation fest for our beloved Denver Nuggets as they could not stop anybody in the fourth quarter, and they couldn't score in the fourth quarter as well for some reason. All right. I had to go through that painful recap, so we got it all. <sighs> that was tough. I, should, I'll save the DNS part for later. Um, I always <laughs> start on this side. I'll start with you, Vote. What's your, yeah. what's your big takeaway? I think I wrote it down here. Um, out of the notes, straight from the notepad. Do the Nuggets care? Well, they don't. <laughs> I, so here's the thing. like The do the Nuggets care part. It's an earnest question. No, I understand that. But I almost feel like it's misleading in, 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 in this one way. Clearly something's up. Because clearly they don't care. Or there's like something blocking them from care. I think they want to win. I don't think the Nuggets like want to lose. I think they look at the season not. and say, hey, we can win a championship. But something's going on where like doesn't manifest itself into the energy required to win. That's I, what I mean. Like I think if you, they want to win a championship. Sure, sure, sure. But, but it's not they don't want to do the little things that get you there. At least they're not doing it. Ah, you know what I mean? I mean they just No, I know you're right, but I'm trying I feel like there's something beyond that. He, he, here's how here's what I feel. Here's my real big takeaway. These are the kind of games you get when you're 17 and 11 the way Denver is 17 and 11. Like they're going to keep winning regular take. season games. They're going to compete for a top 3 seed out west. There's a threshold that the chat can easily cross. Like they're not a bad team, but when you don't take the habit seriously and you get this deep into a season, I think you get second halves like that. And okay, yeah, it happens to every team. You know, Boston, Milwaukee, those fan bases will take you through some of their lapses. But for Denver, uh, you know, this this part through the season, this this far <laughs> through the season, it's just been one too many. And and it's when you let the habits go by the wayside, you get losses like this, in my opinion. Um, Dev, what's your big takeaway? Um, we learned today uh, from D-Line that basketball is a game of runs. But the thing is, the, the Nuggets, and also the good teams, the good teams don't give up the type of runs that the Nuggets you know, give up. This was a team that they came, they came in, they went up by 10. The good teams close the door on these type of, uh, of games, especially um, the contenders. Uh, they're without Anthony Davis. He goes out in his game. Um, the starters are supposed to, you know, get this uh, huge lead. The bench is supposed to close them out. The bench did not close them out. The Lakers, in fact, won uh, the bench points 54 to 17. You're not going to win wow. any championship with that type of performance from your, your bench unit. And that has to be like a, a point of emphasis, not only the defense, but the second unit has to show up for the starters as well, and they have to just put together those those um, big games, and they just have not put that together in quite some time. Yeah. Look, I mean, we're 28 games into the season now. The it's Nuggets lot, are the 28th-ranked defense. They gave up 126 points tonight. 
to one of the NBA's worst offenses. They've been good lately, but Anthony Davis didn't play for a half tonight. <laughs> that point's really The important. Lakers are the NBA's worst <laughs> three-point shooting team. They gave up 12 threes. There's something so deeply, deeply wrong with the Nuggets' defense that it could be the total downfall of their season. Yeah. And I'm not going to feel better about like the Nuggets' championship hopes until they fix that. And what I mean by deeply, deeply wrong is like, I don't think it's all the personnel. Like, I think they have the personnel to where they should be at least an average defense. It's a little bit, but sure, they could be longer. They could have some better defenders here and there. This scheme, yeah, I'm sure there's something to blame there. I don't think that's all of it. There's just something deeply wrong because Michael Malone says the same thing after every <laughs> he loss. He really does. We need to play harder defensively. We need more discipline. Guys aren't locked in. Guys aren't focused. How is it the same thing every game, but it doesn't change? That's why I think, and I say there's something deeply wrong with it, because Wait. by Michael Mullen saying those things, it's, it's not getting fixed. And, I mean, how long is he just going to say the same thing and not see anything different? Right. That's what's going to ruin the Nuggets' season if that happens. And, right. and, like, that seems like it's on the way to happening. So... They've got to figure out what the disconnect is between what the coaching staff is saying and then what happens on the floor. Right. right. I see the timeline tonight. There's a lot of people tuning into the Nuggets, you know, for the first time. or because They're on national television. They're playing against the Lakers. It's a marquee game. And you see a lot of people tuning in, man. I saw it. Nuggets are frauds, complete frauds. Like, nobody talked to me about the Nuggets. This or that. And, like, honestly, they're not wrong. Like, we're watching this team going... We think they're better than this based on history, based on talent, this or that. But there really hasn't been that thing this year where we're like, hey, that's the team. Look yes. at them. I mean, they're great. They can be great on offense. Tonight they weren't very good on offense, and they just kind of seem a little lethargic. And the Nuggets they didn't defense, take advantage yeah. of the opportunity they had to really score. They should have put this game away in the third, and they played with their food, and it snowballed. But defensively, it's like, yeah, that's not a championship team. That's not, that's not one step away from a championship team. That team is so far away from a legitimate playoff caliber defense that you're like, why would anybody buy into them? The Nuggets defense is so bad that they were in a zone for most of this game. I, which I don't mind. First of all, the NBA, lots of teams are playing zone. So I don't You say it as if it's like they're so bad that they have to go to a zone. Good teams are playing zone as a part of your scheme now. I, I see that as a signal of like Michael Malone saying, I don't trust these guys to play defense at all. That, that's what I think when they go zone. Well, Malone said as much, right? He, he views zone as a last resort yeah. defense. Uh, I mean, look, again, teams, very good teams even mix in a zone. I think it's going to be a part of the NBA for a long time to come. But you just have to, like, be, there's no resistance. The Nuggets, like, we talk about do teams feel you or what have you. Like, the Lakers didn't even want to win this game tonight. Honestly, Le LeBron's energy tonight was like Jamal's in the first half. I thought. Oh, totally. LeBron yeah. looked like he had given up on the season, and he then Anthony Davis gets hurt, right? and you're like, man, LeBron doesn't <laughs> want this one. And they still lost. And the yeah. Nuggets, not just lost, got blown out. Like, this was not the Lakers took that game from right. the Nuggets, grasped it, and wrestled it away. It was like, man, my God, all you had to do was give a little bit there. Um, but this is why, and I think Harrison came closest to at least how I'm seeing things, is the, the Nuggets are not this untalented defensively. And if it was like only when Jokic is on the court is the defense bad, but that's also not the case. The Nuggets have players that maybe they're not a top five, maybe they're not even a top ten, 
But they have players to at least be an adequate, not embarrassing defense. They should easily be that. <laughs> and the, the fact that we're 28 games into it, the fact that the Nuggets as a team don't seem to be have that like sense of belief and urgency and energy and, and pride and all of those things is alarming. And the fact, to your point, Harrison, that for the eighth year in a row, we're kind of hearing the exact same. Like Michael Malone is almost like a pull string Woody in, in Toy Story where there's a snake in my boot. You know, it's like the same thing, the same three lines every time. Malone's just going back to those and we're 28 games in like, yeah, but how do you get there? Like, no, I mean, it's we're it's it's become we're growing numb to it us four right 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 we go right. to the games and we hear it and we go okay that again and honestly and he's right by the way he's like, right he's, he's right totally right he's right yeah. and i'm tuning him out right? but that's what i'm saying yeah, is so at a certain point you're like oh yeah i we all everybody agrees the cameraman agrees the crowd <laughs> yeah, agrees yes. like the lady selling popcorn agree everybody agrees but w- if it's not if, if you're just if we're malone goes to the podium says this goes to practice says that they come out and just give up points at some point, you're like, all right. Yeah, but how much is it about personnel and how much is it about, like, scheme and things like that? Because on paper, really, Denver has the guys to be able to compete defensively. They have the guys that you're able to match up with the LeBrons. You're able to match up with the Lucas and things like that. But these stars are getting off every single time. Um, you're not prepared on the defensive end with the guys that you have there. So now... Is it on Malone? Is it on the you know the, the defensive guru or the guy that they brought in? Because how is it time and time again that they're getting ate up alive and there's no changes made to the defense? Like you could go to zone, you could uh, throw double teams, you could do all these switches, but how much is it on the players? How much is on the coaching staff? I think that's where I struggle. Yeah, You know the weirdest part about all of this? You know what the best defensive rating in the first half? <laughs> Christian Brown. Had a 93 Stop defensive rate. I know. I'm just saying it was only in like four minutes. <laughs> what I'm saying is, I don't understand that move. I'm, I'm just all of the notes that are being played oh. just to me seem so strange. Like, I don't know why was that the guy. Um, let's get into some of the specifics here. There is a weird energy around the Nuggets. This is why people, we've been kind of laughing to ourselves. Why are we so down on the Nuggets? There's 17 and 11. Right. They yeah. all this stuff yeah. and why? And it's because it's just something feels off. Yes. And, to, and when it's my point about this is the sixth time this season that they've lost by 15 or more points. Like, they lost to the Knicks barely. They lost to Detroit barely. And then they've got – so that's two of the five that weren't blowouts were at home against bad teams. And then the other losses are blowout 15-point losses. So something's just a little weird. We don't want to overstate it, but something just feels a little off. Let's get into some of the individuals tonight. The number one guy, we don't usually go here. Bones Highland tonight really had a rough one. <laughs> I mean, he had a really rough he game. Was two of really nine bad. from the field, five points, two rebounds, two assists. But defensively, it was just he had a minus 70 net rating tonight, and I think a 150 defensive rating. And look, again, an individual, it could be whatever. But tonight it wasn't. Tonight they were looking for him. They were hunting him, and he just didn't really have a, a response to it. That's where I say that like uh, scheme is a, a lot of what I'm seeing. He just seems to always be on the guy he should never be on. Yeah. And they just really like put it into situations where he is being attacked. They're, they're sorting him out every single time down, um, and they're making him have to overwork to where he's not progressing at all. Like This is not a rookie that's trying to figure it out. This is a guy that had a, a whole year to look at it and to try to get better. And there's all this film that he openly talks about watching and – you know, there has to be like a sit down that's like, hey, 
how do we get you better? How do we put you in better situations? And they're not putting him in better situations. Bones wasn't bad in this game. He was horrible. He was absolutely horrible. Um, every single time he was <laughs> on the floor, it felt like that was when the run happened for the yep. other team. And that's that's not a coincidence. It's because that's what they wanted. And on top of that, he's not scoring the basketball. On top of that, he's not shooting well. Um, he's not getting to his spots. Like This was a game that didn't feel like he had any energy, and it's because he's getting attacked on one end and not scoring on the other. So horrible, like very, very bad bones tonight. And you're starting to see, like, he really is the worst defender right now. And now there's statistics to back it up. He's the worst in the league right now. Yeah. How do you analyze his game? I mean, I, I agree with most of what Dev said. He was really bad defensively. The Lakers' biggest runs came, you know, when he was on the floor. And there's so much on Bones' shoulders with how this team is constructed without Michael Porter Jr. on that second unit because if the bench is going to play well, it's going to be because of Bones Highlands. If they struggle... It's going to be because Bones Highlands. That's true, man. That's like a, he's in a really, really, really. He tough has spot it all in that on his regard. shoulders. Wall, and I'm not trying to like, I'm, I'm not trying to like give him excuses, but he's got that all on his shoulders while getting targeted every play defensively. Right. You know, while just getting switched onto LeBron and whoever Westbrook tonight, and then he's got to come back and really just be the man for that second unit. That's not an excuse. Like he should be way better defensively than he is. He he should be <coughs> able to have a better offensive game when his shots aren't falling than he does. But um it was a rough night. Yeah, I don't I mean do you have anything to add about Bones? I mean but just the last layer is that he wasn't you know a lot of this stuff goes hand in hand, but he didn't even get other guys going, you know? It wasn't even and I know I don't think there was a ton of opportunity to do it and it starts with hitting some of those shots to begin with. You know, I see people in the chat saying Bones is not a point guard and at his best to me he actually does look yeah. like one. And at times last year he did look like one. So um, yeah. it was really all facets of his game tonight just weren't popping. The other guy I want to go to next, uh, actually we should take a break. I think we're 20 in. We'll take our first break, but I want to talk about Jokic because Yoke's the one guy that I'm the least disappointed in this season. Like, he just always brings it. Tonight was kind of a disappointing Yoke second half. There was a time for him just to be like, you know what, guys? I got you. And it went the other direction. We'll Absolutely. Talk about him. Uh, guys, you know, there's some blackouts that have been going on here on the Denver sports scene. If you've ever struggled to watch Ooh, I like this, um, new one. the Nuggets. It's a new ad. I like it. <laughs> you've ever struggled to watch the Nuggets, which yeah. uh, you probably tonight. have over the last four seasons. That's right. There's an incredible virtual private network. A VPN. That's right. Like private internet access that can fix that. Private internet access helps you change your IP addresses, location, to provide an extra layer of security when finding your favorite content. Would you ever just hand your phone or laptop off to just anyone and let them peruse your search history? Yes. Wrong answer? Probably not. Oh, okay. Yeah, Sorry. that was the wrong answer. Probably not. Um, but private internet access is the world's most transparent VPN with over 30 million downloads. You know you'll be able to trust them to keep your online life private. A single subscription allows you to protect up to eight, up to 10 devices at once. So check these guys out. Private internet access. If you haven't been able to watch Nuggets games, now is the time to subscri uh, subscribe. Go to www.p. 
piavpn.com slash nuggets. Get an 83% discount. Not sure how they came up with that number. 83% off. All it is is $2.03 a month, and you also get four extra months completely free. This is a hell of a deal. Uh, but you have to go to www.piavpn.com slash nuggets for a truly private digital life. PIVPN.com slash nuggets. Get set up with private internet access today. Um, also, Athletic Greens, something else that can just improve your quality of life. If you ever want more energy in your daily life, if you want to optimize your immune system, check out Athletic Greens. With one scoop of Athletic Greens, you get 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens. It's lifestyle-friendly for whatever diet you're on. To make it easy, they're going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D, five free travel packs as well with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com nuggets to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. You're so good at ad reads, dude. There you yeah. go. All right, back here, segment two. So Yoke tonight, I thought he was very good early on, getting everybody involved. I wish he was a pinch more aggressive. You know, at some point he was like five of six or something like that. And I was like, you know what? Maybe go, but I felt like he was picking his spots. And then to open that third quarter, I was like, okay, here we go. Just shut the door. Nuggets up 10. Yoke looks in control. For some reason, I don't like everybody was on their heels tonight. And Yoke, he does this a lot where he kind of, re- this reminds me actually of all the games this year. It reminds me most of the Portland game where I felt like Yoke was going to come in at some point and take over. But by the, but since he didn't in the third, goes to the bench, by the time he comes back, it's over. And I felt like it was one of those games. But the point was, there was an opportunity to slam the door shut in that yes, third quarter. there you go. And I sensed it. And I just kind of wish that he would have sensed it there, too, because I honestly think four more minutes of focused basketball, and this was a 20-point Nuggets lead. Yeah, you just talked about how Jokic started out the game. Started out the game with a three-pointer, very aggressive, um, no-look pass, like, in his bag. And that's when Anthony Davis was in the game. He had some, like, really good moves on him. Then there was the switch where, you know, Thomas Bryant was the guy. And there wasn't the switch in Yoke's mind where he's like, hey, I'm about to eat him alive where he can't even be on the court right now. That's where the the, the separation comes. That's where he has to get into the give me the ball and I'm going to make it happen. And he didn't in that second half. He didn't even have the most shots on the team in this game. And that doesn't make sense that he has Thomas Bryant on him and he's not getting the ball on every single possession. Uh, there was a time in the third quarter where he put it together, has steals in a row, um, you know, getting everyone involved with the passing, grabbing a lot of rebounds. Like it was like a highlight package and then they stopped going to him. And that's just, you can't do that. You got to be the guy that wants to score every single time, wants to have the ball and getting everyone involved in it's, it's not just on him. It's on his teammates. It's on the coaching staff to make sure that they're going to get it to their guy. But also, at the end of the day, he has to be the man. Um, and this is a game that I feel like while he was really good in the game, he wasn't the man. Right. It was a nationally televised game. This was the opportunity for everyone to either say, yeah, like this is this is what you guys have been missing all year or this is who they are. Right. And I feel like now it's going to switch where people are going to try to go against them in those type of situations. Take over. I'm wading into uncomfortable waters here because I do think the dumbest thing any analysts do, including ourselves, is play body language doctor or armchair psychologist. Or this Let's do it, though. No, well, what I'm going to say oh, is this. Okay. This is what it feels like to me. And it something of an educated guess. 
It doesn't feel like the Nuggets believe in the process or something. They, they don't. There's something about them not believing themselves. Because we talk about why don't they have a sense of urgency? Why don't they do this? They're not even playing hard. Sometimes you don't play hard when you're like asked to do so. I, I, I'm, again, or you're doing something collectively, or something's missing. And to me, that, that's why I said I think you go one step further earlier when you're saying, "Does anybody care?" And I'm like, yes, but why don't they care? What is it about this team? And I'm not trying to say it's they don't believe in the coach or they don't believe in the rotation or the player. There's just something that seems to be missing from this team that leads them to not give. Like, there's a reason Jokic isn't killing his body to win games like tonight, which we know he can. Right. But even if that's the case, shouldn't we have a little higher expectations of Nicole Jokic? I mean, of course, he's a two-time yeah. MVP. We have very high expectations of him, but I'm trying to make sense yeah. of it. Yeah, because I think that is the case, but I still think if that is the case, like, Nicole Jokic should still step up more than he did tonight. And, like, well, look, he did this, though. Last year he knew there was no point, and he still played great. You know, like, he knew last year they weren't going to win a championship. He still went out and played hard, right, even yep. in the playoffs. Right. They, they were down three games to zero. He still played hard. Then they're down three games to one because they win game four, it, plays hard in game five. Dude, like, in some ways, he's looked more willing to concede this year. You're this right. year, yeah. he does. that. It, yeah. So true. Right. And I'm why? Listening. So you're right know. that it's a fair criticism, but this isn't a trait that he's had in his career. Totally. Totally. Um, I just think back to at the beginning of the season when one of the things – Michael Malone said he wanted out of Nicole Jokic this year is to become a better leader. Yeah. He's absolutely not been that this season. And if I'm going to defend Michael Malone at all, one of the jobs of your star player is to convey the coach's message to the rest of the roster in a way. And I feel like Nicole Jokic, he's just got to do, he's just got to put more effort into being the leader of this team. He's got to show more leadership. Um, like I'm with you. This on that. was a classic example tonight when he could have been that leader. But no, it was just like the same bad body language from him that we always see when the Nuggets get down by double digits, you know? Um, and he was like off, also awful defensively tonight. And that's another thing. Like he's been terrible defensively all season. And so this is his worst defensive year since like his sophomore season. Yeah. <laughs> I just think Nikola Jokic has to take control of this team this year eventually or else they're not going to go anywhere. And so I'm, I'm I'm waiting for that to happen as well because he's just he's coasting and earlier this year I applauded him for coasting because it's going to save his body for the end of the year and the playoffs and and all that stuff. But I mean, we're 28 games into the season now. Enough is enough. Yeah. I'm with Wind on that. Um, you know, I do think, like, you could tune in for any 10 seconds of the show or look at any tweet, and it all looks like someone's blaming this person instead of that. I mean, there are 10 to 15 strong factors in this, you know? Yeah. Like, this is all... I think that criticism of Jokic is fair. I think what we touched on at the start of the show, which, you know, the Malone message seeming to be stale is fair. I think it's fair, and it doesn't mean it's it's it, no, I mean, it's done or whatever. You know, it's just here. Here's the thing. Here, here's <laughs> I think a lot about how when the Nuggets blow a game like this, you know, with the reactions, we can blow it up beyond just this year and go, this team's always done this. This team has always, in my experience, covering this team and watching them 
in the Malone Jokic tenure, they've actually in the past shown a lot of fight. Yeah. They showed a lot of grit. They have fought through a lot of adversity. They've come from behind in a lot of wins. They would win the second night of back-to-backs. It actually was a feature of this team's success for a long time, and it hasn't been this season. So it does seem like, whether it's the coaching, which it very well may be, or Jokic's leadership, or just the team as a whole, they're either not talking to each other or what they're saying to each other is going in one ear and coming out the other. It's just not getting any response from each other. And it does feel like, as we touched on, like we're hearing the same things after every game and not and not seeing the results. I think that part goes back to what you said earlier about them just not caring. Like, I don't think Jokic cares enough right now to yell at Jamal Murray about something. I don't think he cares enough right now to get in Bruce Brown or KCP's face. Right. He doesn't. And it is 28 games into the season, but when you have the 28th ranked defense this far into the year, like that's not going to change unless I feel like Nikola Jokic changes how he leads. Yeah. Uh, what yep. pass are we giving Malone? We're actively criticizing him right now in the middle Yo- of the Yo- show. Jokic had 25, <laughs> 11, 8, and 4. And that brings us to our DraftKings king of the game, which was... Who do we got, Kale? Who do we give it to? Jack White! <laughs> Jack White tonight with the gold. 21 points. Uh, 17 rebounds. Look at that stat line, guys. 17 boards for Jack White. Look at that uh, Look at that crown on him. This looks perfect, doesn't it? <laughs> it is a big, it's a big crown. It's bigger than Jokic's crown That's from last game. That's a monster game, for real. 17 rebounds. 17 boards, He was man. the best shooter on the Nuggets. You guys now think, he goes and has the 17 yeah. rebounds. You didn't think we were going to give it to somebody on the Nuggets tonight, do you? We like, couldn't. There's no way. <laughs> we thought about it. The we contenders tried. were um, us on the watch-along, yeah. Jack White and Jokic. <laughs> uh, we need Eric's levity always in these, these ones. Uh, Eric was too pissed. He was very pissed doing the watch. Yeah. He, had to, he had to take a little breather. I think he's calm, though. I can't tell. Um, <laughs> should we get into Jamal Marie? Because, yeah, we got to get into him here before sure. the break. So, to me, the Jamal piece of all of this is the weirdest one. Because Jamal Murray hit a game winner two games ago. Yeah. An emotional, <laughs> awesome, kick-ass performance. And then culminated with a dagger. And then, like, since then, he's been sad. And I feel like he woke up in the second half of this game. Like, the whole of last game and the first half of this game, something was up with Murray where he wasn't taking shots, kind of moping up. And it just seemed like, honestly, I'm not trying to even criticize him on this. I'm trying to be a human being here for a second and just say, he looked weird. I wasn't even mad. I was concerned. I know. I know. No, definitely. And then in the second half, I don't know what happened, but he started to get going and, like, seemed like he was snapping out of it at the exact moment when the Nuggets lost control of the rope. So I don't know, like the Murray piece of this, he is so much of the the dog for the Nuggets, you know, he's a lot of that heartbeat, but I don't know what to make of where he's at right now, Dev. It's 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 weird. Uh watch like looking at the box score and looking at the game of what you know, what we just seen, it, it felt like Jamal had a way worse game than what he actually had. Scored a bunch late. Yeah, he mm-hmm. scored, uh he got, you know, guys involved. I think that when you see it, the processing is just not there, especially at being a point guard. Um, not finding yoke uh, a lot of times, not taking advantage of fast break opportunities or, you know, two-on-one or three-on-ones and things like that. Um, and then, you know, you try to basically predicate it on scoring um, only. So I think that that's what's, what's tough there. Um, defensively, I don't think that he was good. Also, the staggering with Jamal, I just I, I really don't like it as much just because he's working his way back. So, like, putting a, a guy in that type of situation just makes it tough. And I think that even with, like, bringing Christian Brown in early, 
Um, you don't have a point guard out there. But when that second unit, this is a game that Bones didn't play well, so there was no guard there. So they, I feel like they just kind of forced it in there. Um, but I don't think that Jamal was good in this game on the fact that he did not get Jokic the ball every single time when there was clearly a mismatch. I seen him get himself going, especially when he like twisted his ankle. He seemed to get himself going. Yeah. Um, I still think there's times that he's over dribbling. Um, and I think that this was just a, a feed yoke opportunity that he missed out on. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, huh. um, I feel like a lot of times when the Nuggets offense isn't great, it's not surrounding Nicole Jokic enough. Like, Nicole Jokic is not the hub of the offense enough. And I feel like a reason that happens sometimes is because Jamal's trying to do his thing. And at times that's okay because Jamal when he's at his peak, is a great offensive player. He's a game changer. He's a killer. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I mean, this was one of those games where it just felt like there was a little too much of Jamal. And, yeah, he did really struggle until the fourth. And the weirdest part about these last couple games, like you said, Adam, is just kind of the vibe around him. It just seemed weird. I don't know what's going on. Maybe it's something. Maybe it's nothing. But again, this is what I mean about the whole team. There just seems some something totally. just seems off with him. And I, he, I think, is the poster child of this because his energy has been off. But there's just something about this team that they're not. They don't seem motivated. No doubt. And not only not motivated, they seem sad or like dejected or just that, not. I don't know. What's weird about it with Jamal is that everything was was pointing up. He had that Portland game. He comes out and plays well again. Like Oh, we forgot our pastries. Is that what Eric was trying to tell me? Um, oh, we forgot the pastries. <laughs> like, you know, what is it? Things were were coming together for Jamal and things were, you know, the defense wasn't there, but they were feeling good. Yeah. So it just seems like such a weird time for him to all of a sudden check right back out. And you guys hit the nail on the head. It's not like earlier in the season when he was simply bricking jumpers or failing to create separation. I mean, he just looks like he's not there. Yeah. Or, or until the, you know the last ten minutes tonight, it's really weird to watch. I don't really have any uh, notes on anybody else in in this game. Um, is anybody else? Is there anybody that you? Well, we can talk live? about the bench probably. I mean, we did talk about it. I mean, we talked about Christian Brown getting swapped for Davon Reed. We talked about Bones Highland. Okay. Is there another player that you feel kind of? I mean, the bench collectively is bad, but is there another player that you think to, warrants to mention? I mean, I'll just have to say that. Zeke Naji, another game spent out of the rotation. The Nuggets are the 28th ranked defense. They gave up 126 points to the Lakers. He's way worse. He though. can't make the Nuggets worse defensively. That's, that's I guarantee so you that. They're How not going to be worse hold on, defensively hold on, with Zeke Naji. Hold on a second. Hold on. A couple days ago or a couple weeks ago, they were 26th. They actually have gotten worse, Harrison. <laughs> so hold on. Let's play a quick game. He here. hasn't played. I know, I, know, I know he hasn't. I know he hasn't, but. Here's what I'm saying is we keep thinking like it's going to get better. Can it get worse, Dev? Can the Nuggets actually get worse on defense? I don't know if it could get worse than what it's been lately, honestly. Uh, this was a game. The bench unit just got destroyed, like truly destroyed yeah. in the game. And, and the I think a half. lot of it had to do with like the offense not being yeah, present. Yeah, I agree. Um, and things the like that. The defense is always this bad, to be honest. But like really, every bad team is not a bad team against the Nuggets. So it can get worse. Like... <laughs> The Lakers were the worst shooting team. They knocked down three-pointers. They're looking, you know, great in the offense, like half-court sets and things like that. Like, people look good against them, and I, I know that they're looking at their schedule and saying, yes, this is the get-right spot. So, yeah, it could get worse. 
Can it get worse? Is there a chance that they're the 29th or 30th defense here in a Fuck week? Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they could be worse than the Spurs. All man. signs point I, to I yes. I don't know if that's possible. I mean, no, like, yeah, sure, they can be better than this. But can they be worse than this? Yeah. Why not? We're, there's no floor. <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's no, no floor. floor right now. It's so true. Like, I, I, do I have more confidence? Would you say you have more confidence in the Nuggets defense by January 1st being 24? Fourth, like that's not even a high bar. Twenty fourth or twenty eighth? What's most likely? Harrison, twentieth. Twenty eighth? You yeah. think it's more likely that they just don't move than it is that they move up four lousy spots? What about you, Dev? Twenty eighth. How how <laughs> can you so have bad. any confidence? Down so it's been twenty eight games because there's honestly how can no, you have any confidence? There's no change. There's nothing that uh, like what are you waiting for somebody to come back to make your defense better? Well, it's not gonna Michael be Porter. Naji. Michael Porter. <laughs> what if it's Michael? Po- I'm telling you. Actually, you know what? Let's do it. I'm all in. Michael Porter's He's got gonna the start length. it. He's if there's a game to come back, by the way, it's Sunday. You come back home for a homestand. Your team just got destroyed, absolutely destroyed. Right. Come back home, man. Yeah. Come, come back home. All right, let's take a break. On the other side, Eric has some pastries for us. Thank God. Which is going to be the highlight of the show, to be honest. Guys, Breckenridge Brewery is the official beer of DNVR. Check out the Mile High City Copper Lager from Breck brew it's nugget season so you know we're drinking the mile high city copper lager if you don't know where to get breck brew check out the breck brew beer locator on their website that'll tell you where to get breck brew closest to you make sure to pick up some mile high city copper lager from breckenridge brewery today no i know whatever Uh, also this time of year everyone's excited about the gifts the holiday spirit but what about basketball? When I throw down on NBA action, it's got to be a DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can bet just $5 pregame money line on any NBA team to win their game. Get $150 in free bets if they do. Plus, everyone can combine multiple bets right now for a bigger payout with DraftKings Same Game Parlays. The more legs you add, the bigger your payout. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now to get in on the Holiday Hoops action. Sign up with code DNVR. Place a $5 pregame money line bet on any NBA team to win. Get $150 in free bets if they do. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code DNVR. And minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Finally, if you need tickets to Nuggets games, Avs games, Broncos games, concerts, shows, use the GameTime app and use our link in the description. It's in the YouTube description if you're watching there. It's in the podcast description if you're listening there. Game Time has these great last-minute price drops, and they've got you covered for sporting events, concerts, shows, wherever you are in the country. You don't have to be in Colorado, wherever you are. Uh, use the Game Time app for all your tickets, concerts, shows, sporting events, whatever you need, Game Time has you. Use our link. Hey, we got some good news here. I do want to yes, talk before. Yes, we criticized Malone. Dude, hold get on, out of the chat, man. Hold, stop. Yeah, stop. Why are you getting stop. so mad? Just it's just get, insane. It's like, as we're doing chat. it, they say we I, never I, do I, it. I do have a Malone thing I, I want to get into before we get to Super Chats. We have 12 of those. I want to get into that before we get there. But first, some good news, guys. It's almost Christmas. Jesus. This is yeah, from TJ chill, Price. No, I'm not chilling. Does somebody else want to watch the these? show or don't watch the show? We're criticizing do, do want, it. TJ somebody... Price, the night manager of Spruce Confections, is a lifelong Nuggets fan. This Hell is yeah. to Superstar Dev and all of DNBR. But wait, 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 w
We uh, only got a parenthesis. TJ Price is man. That's a real one, man. That is, it's just it's about real ones, man. Know? I don't. We're just. This. He's in a diehard. He's a real one. He's a real one. He's All in right. the club. Mary belated yoke miss. Let's get busy. P.S. Adam, you're the best, but there isn't one blonde hair on Wynn's head. <laughs> Uh, Man, this is a very updated. Okay, note. I like TJ now. That's a great take. From this TJ. includes I'm in on TJ. Blueberry scones, it's peach scones, mixed berry what? Scones, scones, almond croissants, ham and croissant, ham and and Gruyere croissants. Is that cheese? Raspberry muffins, blueberry Danish. Yo, yo this is all cherry in here? Danish. Um, <laughs> German cinnamon rolls, pumpkin huh? chocolate chip. Tea bread. Can we open this up? I'm not even hungry. Oh, I had yeah. pastries earlier. Look how many pastries we have. Oh my god, we are going. Pastries. We have the best. Honestly, the this box smells incredible. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Kale, we gotta get like photos of this. Actually, vote. You have a camera here. Get some photos of this. Oh my god. TJ's a real one. Look at this thing. Dude, our people are the absolute best. They wow. also want us to be the fattest versions of ourselves. I, I know. It's, it's so Everybody great. just gives us alcohol this or food. Is, oh, I'm gaining so much weight this weekend. This is incredible. TJ, you really are great. You really are a homie. Um, you get a good photo of this, though. For, get a bot from your phone real quick so we can tweet it out and shout out the homie. Nice. Um, now that we have this goodness here, I do have to go on a negative rant here. You guys ready for a negative rant while we eat some scones? The Malone piece, I just want to put on, I want to make it on the nose. I have no idea, you know, like how to criticize him in terms of like, I know the fans are always going to say, Oh, he's a terrible coach. He doesn't know how to do this, doesn't know how to do that. I mean, I do think that the team is not trying right now defensively, and I don't know why. I don't know why. What I'll say is I fear, I worry, not that Malone, to say that he's lost the locker room or something like that sounds too hard, but I do w fear that his effectiveness has waned. Yes. And that's the thing that I think is the most concerning is when we talk about he comes up and says the exact same thing, says the exact same thing. It's not that he's saying the wrong things. He's saying actually what I think we all are seeing is that this Nuggets team, team doesn't seem to care. Yeah. It's just at some point you're either effective at it or not because I don't think the Nuggets are a hopeless defensive team. I don't think they're the 28th best team. And I do wonder when I talk about do the Nuggets believe in the direction they're being pointed. To me, that's what it looks like. And I don't say this with strong conviction. I don't say this with certainty. But it just seems like a team that it doesn't believe – in the thing, the direction they're being pointed, and therefore they have no effort to give. They're not giving full effort because why give full effort to row in the wrong direction? And that's what it seems like to me. Yeah, you bring up a good point with the because, um, like, you know, he clearly is pissed off about the defense. He shows it in every single game. He had he didn't have no timeouts tonight yeah. because those are him being pissed off at the defense. When you do a rage timeout without even thinking about it, right. you're that mad about it. There, he's calling guys out, you know, in press, like you know, with the press, like media and things like that. He's he's calling guys out. He's benching guys. He's trying to motivate in different ways. But if nobody's hearing it, that's where you you know you don't lose the team. But it's just like no one's hearing you out. Nobody's caring to make those type of changes, and that's where it feels like you have lost the team. So it is a, a difficult spot to be in. But for Anyone to think that, uh, one, we're not thinking that, you know, that Malone shouldn't be held accountable. That's wrong, for one. For two, if you feel like he really is not trying to hold others accountable, that's also wrong. They just have to have some type of change, and it's on everyone, right. the players and right. the coach. exactly. They're it's, all yeah. not doing well right now with the personnel, <laughs> and that's when you start to see the downfalls. 
I know. Is it too much to ask NBA players to try? Apparently, man. Yeah, but I, I think this is an oversimplification, man. This is a team. Of that's course, trying- it is. But no, no, no. What I'm saying is, I do think that there is something to why is a team going to try to do something they don't believe in? Of course, every man. night you should go out there and give it your all. But I'm saying maybe a team is going like that's the wrong plan. You're putting us in. You're putting us in. You know, you think of it not in harm's way, but you're putting us in the wrong like direction or this or that. And that to me is what it seems like. So yes, players should give their all and run through a wall. But to me. Eight years, it just feels like, and again, this might not be the thing we think. I think a lot of people, like, someone might be projecting this onto me, knowing that I'm a big Christian Brown believer, and saying, oh, you think it's that the team wants, I don't know if it's that, it might might be something we're not even suspecting. It might be a completely different piece, but just something about it seems like this team doesn't believe in the direction they're going, and are not giving full effort, and at a certain point, that it, right now it's bending more than we've ever seen it. At least it feels like it's bending more than we've ever seen it, in part because the stresses are here and the, the expectations are higher That's than a ever. Big, big At part some of point it. it does break. And that might be the end of the year if it's a failure of a season. It might be, you know, at some other point. But right now we feel like they're. All right, let's get to some super chats while okay. I eat a scone with some gray air. Uh, five dollars from Berkeley Bear twenty ten is Malone's message stale in the locker room. Looks like it. I believe we we talked we talked about that. I think a good amount. It's part of it. Um, yeah, maybe. I mean, we don't we don't know. We're not in the know locker for room. sure. We can't say, but it doesn't seem to be inspiring results. Uh, Voya checks in two dollars super chat to say, Mister Nuggets in DC. That's what's wrong with the energy. <laughs> I mean, that's a fact. The the current holder of Mister Nugget is in DC. Do you think if we named a Mr. Nugget... It may turn the whole season around. Yeah. That like, could be it. Is that what this team needs? That could be it. What else do we got, Kill? $2 Super Chat super chat from Nugs fan times three. The Lakers decided they were good at basketball. Well, a lot tonight. of teams have that revelation against the Nuggets defense. <laughs> Everyone thinks yeah. so. You know who also realized they were good at basketball? The Washington Wizards. <laughs> but then Before the Nuggets... That? Scored enough because they scored 98 points in the paint. <laughs> Vinny Rosales says $5 Super Chat. Probably wanted Thanks, more than Vinny. that. Jess Odom, $2. Super chat. We're going to have to start making a new rule. I do think we're going to have to implement a new rule. Maybe in January, maybe soon, where it's like a $5 is the only one we could read. <laughs> we're getting a lot of like $1, you know, and it's like 20 of them. Yeah. Uh, message Keenan Ivory Wayne's voice. $2 super chat. Magic Le- Jordan LeBron got a coach fired. Eat hmm. chips. That's it. He just needs to get a coach fired, and then he's ready. <laughs> uh, I, I, yeah, Okay. <laughs> TJ Price, $2 super chat. Hope the Pacers help the vibes and Yoke we trust. They sure did, oh, TJ. Yeah. TJ. TJ, do you have TJ. a Twitter, buddy? I don't know if you're still in the chat. If you are, please Dude, drop it. Did you? Did, you, did TJ make this, do we know? I'm no, get he's the manager this. at the thing. He's the manager at it? Oh, my God. He's the night manager. The bread is looks like so buttery. And he, he drove all the way down from Boulder. From Boulder? To drop them off. Ben Mack says, the defense Ugh. is a total joke. Uh, man, this was a vibes killer extraordinaire. What is going on here? Oh, yeah, some ham reasonable this? question. Not a big ham guy, but I'll try it. That's ham? Mm-hmm. I want one Noah Too Tall Tucker drops a $2 super mm. chat to say no hunger, no heart, no he not. I miss dad. Great take. Great take. Paul Millsap, you are a Denver Nugget legend. I bet Mike Malone missed Paul Millsap. More than this any is what I was ta- Hold on. This is what I was talking about earlier when I was like... <laughs> what? Go ahead. You just you finish your food. <laughs> There you go. This is what I was talking about earlier. You're, you're eating on the show, too. I'm Don't. not talking. I'm not talking. <laughs> this is what I was talking about earlier when I was like, there's not somebody on this team to relay Michael Malone's message to the rest of this roster. Paul Millsap was that guy. 
that's why Denver had a top 10 defense also. Jack Neiman, $2 super chat. Can you even move on from Malone who is available? I mean, doing it right now doesn't help anything. Um, The answer to that question is either yes or no, you need to. And again, it's not going to happen. I I really don't think it's going to happen during a season, guys. Um, Cole Cole Hemstreet, $2 Super Chat, to remind us Celtics were below 500 going into 2022 last year. They make the finals. Health is they the still number a top 10 defense, one though. concern. Well, that's the thing, man. I think a lot of people are right in different directions. You know, There are little shreds of truth all over the place here. But Vinny Rosales, $5 Super Chat. The Nugs are charming soft. Zero veteran leadership. They never replaced the toughness and leadership that Millsap brought. Well, that's a big Paul Millsap night in the Super they Chat. They did look soft tonight. It, I'm telling you, man, in hindsight... Anyone who criticized that signing is going to look increasingly silly. Morgan Jones, $2 Super Chat. So what is a technical if that was a foul by Reed? Yeah, that was a terrible call. Letter of the law. Josh Barnett from Down Under. That, is that it? Is that how you get? Down Under. $3 Super Chat. We all need one of Wynn's... Um, meet, meet, oh, of one of Wynn's wife's cigarettes after oh. that. <laughs> we yeah. FaceTimed Wynn's wife in the, in the middle of the watch long, and she was just smoking a heater. It was sick. Yeah. Um, what? Drunk philosophy. <laughs> this is my favorite super chat of the night. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Cosine. All right. Late one in, huh? I woke up at 3 a.m. to watch the game. Oh, man. Now Ooh. my weekend is ruined. Jeez. Listening to you guys makes me feel a little better. Hell yeah. That's what it's Thanks, all about, man. man. That's Thank what it's all about. <laughs> this is... Uh, this is a tough season, man. Just on this, I mean, there are some fun. We're having some fun along the way, but it is tough just because we're waiting for something to click that every game, it's like it's like you're opening up a package, a new present under the tree. Every game is a new present. You unwrap it. You can hit that outro music, Kel. We unwrap it, and it's like a lump of coal. Uh, another lump of coal. We're just waiting for it. Like I still feel like there can be that line of demarcation, that moment that happens for the Nuggets where you go, you know what? That's when they turned it on. Maybe it's Michael Porter Jr.'s return. I know that sounds crazy. It's Maybe. not crazy. He's a fucking good player. Sorry, I got excited. <laughs> you were on one tonight. I'm fired up. You're so mad. I am mad. Uh, maybe it is Michael Porter returning, honestly, to the lineup. Maybe it is something like that. Maybe it's something, uh, you know, tonight's loss. Maybe it's tonight's loss. Like, that was a humiliating one. Maybe everybody has to, they're like all excited to go out in LA. They're staying in LA tonight for an extra night. I think they're still excited. <laughs> well, I think NBA <laughs> players might just move on very quickly. They moved from, on yeah. quicker than we yeah, they're We're still in the lounge. Oh, they check their YouTube. Like, they're still them. talking about that game. <laughs> are you kidding me? Wait, DMVR is still live? Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> We're already at the club, you guys. Um, no, but honestly, maybe it is a game like this. I mean, at some point, the team, I still feel like they have the talent to, 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 flip, to flip the script. And I hope it comes. I mean, this whole season just feels like, like I said, everybody on the timeline tonight calling the Nuggets frauds, and they're not wrong. But we also know that this team can just flip it. Right. They're talented they're better enough. Than this, and we've seen this group be really, really good. And it's yeah. just not clicking at the moment. We always hope it does. Any final words, final parting thoughts there? We got so much food tonight. We did get a lot of food. I mean, Nuggets are back home for four games in a row. It's the longest homestand they've had so far this season. It would be, I don't even want to say it, actually. I'm not even going to say it. I was going to say it'd be a great time to play some defense, but I can't even say it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't even get myself there. I mean, they have another opportunity on Sunday to, to, to right the ship. It's just about getting back right, um, picking up some steam. Uh, they d- haven't had it right now, but there's opportunities, and this is a good stretch to 
Um, gauge where you are on the season. You have Charlotte, Grizzlies, Trailblazers, and Suns. Those are, you know, three think, of those four teams. Thank are God really they have teams. Charlotte. I get a st- imagine if they were going right into the Grizzlies who are smacking yeah, teams so, right so now. So you could get right back, right? Then you come right back to, to two Kings games back to back. So you have an opportunity to turn it around. Now's the time. The Charlotte Hornets just scored 140 points in a game the other night. Oh, boy. <laughs> Careful. <laughs> Lamella Ball's back. <laughs> I'm in danger. All right, guys. Thanks for riding with us. The only the real ones ride with us in a loser's lounge, especially a lo- loss to the Lakers. I'm losers sorry lounge. I got so mad. Blow Thank you for loss. the snacks. <laughs> Thanks for the snacks. Eat some more snacks. Have a great weekend, everybody. Get away from the Nuggets. We'll be back on Sunday. We'll pick everything back up. We'll see you then.